Hey, hey, I'm Jaleesa, self-proclaimed foodie, CrossFit junkie, and let's be real, I'm totally distrusting of government. But in case you can't relate to any of that, I'm also a stay-at-home mom that has burned myself out more times than I can count. If I had to describe my old way of being, it was busy, overwhelmed, and exhausted. After becoming a mom, it was hard to focus on anything other than keeping my daughter alive. It felt like there was no time to take care of me. Heck, it was hard enough trying to take care of myself before becoming a mom. But the hard truth is that I needed to make the time. It just felt a whole heck of a lot easier to stay stuck in denial. The never-ending burnout cycle, though, taught me that self-nourishment isn't a luxury. It's a necessity. And it begins with spiritual wellness. Honing into my spiritual well-being allowed me to thrive in all the other areas, mental, emotional, and physical. And in the process, I learned that my all-or-nothing mindset was holding me back, and routines and schedules weren't actually there to keep me trapped like I always swore they were. The fact of the matter is that I just needed to make a different choice. The choice to stop making excuses and to take responsibility for my own well-being. Because if I didn't, I'd continue living from an empty cup. That's why I'm here today, to share with you my own experiences, including the struggles, and show you how to expand your focus as a mom instead of shifting it so that you can be empowered in your daily experiences and positively impact the next generation. This is the Holy Nourished Mama podcast. Let's grow together. Hey, hey, happy Monday. And happy Memorial Day. Today is a bittersweet episode. It's going to close one era and continue another. But I want to start with this week's topic, which is that your roots matter. What and who you're grounded in matters. Before we jump in, I want to take a moment, since it is Memorial Day, to remember and honor those who sacrificed their lives for our freedom, as well as acknowledge the families of those who gave their lives. Galatians 5.13 says, For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So thank you to those who served our country and gave your lives in the process. All right. Let's go ahead and dive into the episode. So like I said, your roots matter. And by roots, I mean what grounds you, your foundation, your support and nourishment, what feeds you and allows you to stand strong. Obviously, God is our strength, sustenance, and power. But today I want to talk about who and what you surround yourself with. And this topic came to mind a couple weeks ago after being in a small group Bible study and really realizing how far my husband and I had come in our faith walks since five years ago. In October of 2020, I shared in episode 14 from my old podcast, which you can actually um, go back and find on the same podcast platform, about my personal church story, including the confusion and pain and trauma in it. You can um, go find episode 14, like I said, um, and listen to the full story. But basically, church had become a checklist item for me, but I wasn't growing in my personal walk with Christ. I had pretty much grown up at this church, yet my relationship with God was massively lacking. It wasn't until after having Selah that God led us to another local church where we began to finally grow in our faith walks and deepen our relationship with God. 
About a year and a half following, we began attending a sister church of that one where God allowed us to absolutely flourish. And I mean like crazy. The connections we made mattered. In fact, in a very short time, some even became and are still like family. They have walked alongside us in struggles and vice versa. They've encouraged us and in both they've encouraged us in both good and bad times. They've helped us to grow in our faith and relationship with God. We are a community, truly a village. And the church we go to believes in and acts on doing life together, being real and growing together. Most importantly, they preach truth straight from the word of God, even when it might not feel good or it's uncomfortable. They preach the whole word of God, not just parts, and encourage each family and individual to dive into scripture themselves and question whether or not truth is being taught. They know and preach the importance of learning and growing outside of church in our homes and the necessity of implementation along the way. The people there don't live cookie cutter lives like we had experienced in the past, like the fakeness, the church face, the certain way of speaking, right? Maybe you're familiar with that. No, they're real people with real struggles who believe in and cling to God's truths and promises. We've also learned to reevaluate relationships and priorities, looking at whether or not they're edifying and how they're impacting our lives. So we've learned to regularly surround ourselves with those who encourage and empower us and help us to grow and vice versa. And we limit time with those who may cause detrimental impact, especially in our faith walks. The roots we've put down here in our local church body and those we surround ourselves with have absolutely allowed us to thrive in our faith and grow like never before. On the other hand, we had roots in the wrong places and, and people for years. For me, literally about half of my life at the time. And even though we were getting choked out more and more and more and withering in our faith walk, we continued on barely surviving, bitter and resentful, while we had no flowers, no fruit, nothing to show for the years we had been saved. So my encouragement to you is to put down roots in places and people who build you up and vice versa, most importantly in your relationship with God, those who challenge you, your motives and decisions in life those who help you to grow in confidence instead of doubt and fear. Get uncomfortable and expand your circle. Try a new church. Expand your family by stepping out in faith and making new connections. If you have social anxiety and or are introverted like we consider ourselves, push through it. Get out there and fellowship. I will tell you right now, we used to absolutely avoid that at all costs. But then God changed our hearts. He softened our hearts to that. And he allowed us to make the right connections when that happened. He allowed us to meet the right people. So let God lead you to your people. Let God use you in others' lives. Let God work in the discomfort to grow you, to nurture you, and to cause you to thrive instead of just survive. I promise you, it's worth it. Practice being in tune with the Holy Spirit and let him lead you to where he'd have you put down your roots. And if your roots are currently being choked out like ours were for years, 
and your growth is stagnant or you're retrogressing, dig them up now. Don't wait. When you plant your roots in healthy soil, you will experience exponential growth, refinement, and maturing. In other words, sanctification. Now, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, and I'm just going to jump right into this, okay? Um, It's bittersweet for a reason, right? As it's ending a season and life is being brought to another season. So a few weeks ago, God planted the idea in me to begin a bakery venture with my daughter, um, kind of as a multifaceted opportunity, not only to bring in some extra income and pay off debt, but for Sayla to learn entrepreneurship, budgeting, and investment from a young age. Little did I know that the plans God had in store for it all um, were as big as they are. In the first week, our in-home bakery took off way more than we anticipated or than I had even wanted. Honestly, it was something I thought would be nice to just kind of keep small and not end up making it a full-time business. But God, (laughs) but God, that's an ongoing theme lately. The week following our second week open was the same thing. Plus, I found out about the possibility to collaborate with a local coffee shop. And at the end of that second week, just this past, um, um, Thursday or Friday, Friday, I believe another opportunity to collaborate with another local business, um, to be presented itself. So after lots of prayer evaluation and reprioritizing, God has put it on my heart to have my main focus be on the bakery with Sela. And interestingly enough, as I was trying to make sense of it all, because like, let's be real here. It was confusing to me why God would want me to decrease my effort towards serving you and shift the focus to baked goods. It seemed kind of silly, um, but my friend connected the dots for me. Long story short, I'm a nurturer. Like, I know that. That's how God made me. Um, he He brought out that gift in me through motherhood. The thing I wanted the least in life which ended up leading me to midwifery, caring for and nurturing moms and babies, then leading to birth trauma coaching, nurturing moms on their healing journeys. And here, nurturing moms, you, in daily life through rhythmic living and just in a holistic manner. Now I get to grow in my relationship with my daughter as we do this bakery venture together and nurture those in my local community through baked goods made with love, (laughs) like as cliche as that sounds. Now, this doesn't mean I'm saying goodbye to the coaching or mentoring or nurturing moms in general, like completely, but this podcast in this season is no longer a top priority. The blog is no longer a top priority. However, I will still be working with moms who desire the coaching and mentoring I offer, for birth trauma um, services and rhythmic living, if we are a good fit. And if that's you, please don't hesitate to set up a discovery call um, through the link in the show notes. But even if that's not you, there is an abundance of tools and resources that God used me to create from my personal experiences. Please use them. Whether it's going back and re-listening to past podcast episodes, Uh, reading through the blog, grabbing your Rhythmic Living Workbook, or the Sela Journal to help you begin to process your birth trauma grounded in God's truths and promises. 
or even just the Nourished Mommy Morning Guide to help you focus on your well-being, all those areas, mind, body, spirit, right? Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, first thing each morning to start off your day strong. Okay, so there's all these different tools for you and resources. They will continue to be there for you in this season. As of right now, this is not a permanent goodbye. It's just see you later. So thank you so, so much for your support and for allowing me to walk alongside you on your journey. Remember, Mama, God gave you the power of choice. How will you choose to live today? Have an amazing rest of your Monday, a great rest of your week, and I just hope and pray that these tools and resources continue to bless you and the moms in your life. All right. We'll see you soon. If you enjoyed this episode or know someone who it could bless, please share it. We need more moms supporting moms. And if you want more content like this, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Holy Nourished Mama. That's Holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, Nourished, N-O-U-R-I-S-H-E-D, Mama, M-O-M-M-A. I'll see you soon.